Well, I'm introducing the first of the podcast. My name is David Allen, and I am going to be joined in upcoming episodes with a couple other of my uh, associates to uh, kind of mix up topics, and um, hopefully you'll enjoy the show. Today I'm going to talk about, since we're in this, this state of mind of C-19, as I call it, um, virus, and we're kind of uh, in a situation that none of us have ever been in, and how it kind of relates to life, and uh, kind of how people are feeling. I know myself, uh, I'm an active person. I actually am a DJ, a DJ that has weddings mostly, and it's really interesting because I never thought I would be in a situation or a career that wasn't pretty much was like recession proof, um, but actually we find ourselves in a situation where I had 22 clients, and guess what? I have zero almost now, most of them are scheduled. And rightfully so, because you have to keep six feet of distance. You're not sure exactly, you know, how that's going to look, because every week everything changes. And I kind of think that I'm disappointed, one, in the fact that when I actually found out about this virus, I had just came off the cruise ship with my husband. And we were so we were down in Southern California, and it was uh, it was January 28th, and it was right after Kobe Bryant had passed, and um, so me living down in Los Angeles a lot of the time, the Lakers were one of my favorite teams, but also he impacted everybody's lives in a very positive way. And as a black man, you know it sometimes. Um, uh, you need people like him to kind of really give a chance of really um, empowerment to uh, younger um, ages, black, white, or whatever. But it's kind of, a, it's, it, he was an important figure, I guess. So that was what the talk was when we were down there. And on February 1st, we got on a carnival cruise ship a new one. I'm not a big fan of Carnival, but I gave them a chance. One thing I am is a cruise enthusiast, and I'll tell you a little bit about that sometime later. But got on the ship, and, and again, there was no awareness of really what was going on um, with the whole, uh, at that time in China, um, with the outbreak. And it wasn't until probably got back on the 9th, and um, Again, the stock market was starting to fall, and I made the mistake of buying some stock into Royal Caribbean at $135 a share. And guess what? Within one week of buying that stock, it, because of what was going on with the coronavirus, um, I lost, I went from $135 down to $24 a share, so I took a big loss. And it was kind of weird because you guys would be paying attention to things like that, but I guess because I was coming off vacation, I didn't. And um, so anyway, 
uh, that can run. Um, but the thing that frustrates me so much is, and I don't want to always talk about politics because um, this is going to be a fun show. And being the start of one of the first episodes, I kind of wanted to introduce where my thoughts are. And then, again, we're going to talk about a little bit uh, of uh, what's going on today. I'm a big reality fan, so I watch a lot of Bravo. And I love Andy Cohen. I love Jeff Lewis. <laughs> I love Amy. Uh, just all their shows are fun. And it gives me a chance to kind of escape my world and get into the drama of somebody else. Anyway, so I don't want to always take a subject and make it serious, because that's not my personality. But I do have to say, um, in getting to know me and hopefully developing a relationship with the audience out there, um, I need to be my truth in kind of what I'm feeling. Um, and one of the things that I'm doing right now is very disappointed in the U.S. And I have had the opportunity to travel quite a bit and over to Europe and most of Europe countries and, I, and, and really looking at the United States sometimes in a different way, being very proud at times and right now kind of feeling like um, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed of the United States because we put ourselves in a situation with a leader that, I'm sorry, is a fucking idiot. Um, you know, anybody that talks on a public platform about bleach and ingesting that and possibly being something helpful, he's a kindergarten. I mean, really, this man is out of control. And I'm so sorry that we are as Americans, you know, um, looked upon outside of the U.S. as fools. And that's really the truth. We've alienated ourselves from a lot of the world and by putting America first. Well, guess what? America isn't first, and we're far from it. We've uh, lost a lot of people. And, it, uh, you know, the people that should be in charge and taking you know, uh, care of the people of the U.S. is surely not Donald Trump. And it's sad because he has key people in positions that are doing an amazing job of pushing forward some uh, possibly yes, getting a vaccine in a period of time that is very short. Um, but, you know, today, it's uh, May 6th. Gosh, already May 6th. And um, he's gone to Phoenix on a platform, basically, of promoting his re-election. He doesn't look at it that way, but that's really what was visiting a factory that makes masks, where he didn't wear a mask. He's never, any of the things that I've noticed about this president is when it comes to dictating what we should be doing, he does exactly the opposite. Six feet of distance. Well, all through those conferences, I never saw any of them six feet away from each other. And, you know, the, he's a leader. And he's a leader of ego. And, you know, one thing I know about him is when he's not doing well, he just bankrupts himself. And 
And, you know, the thing is, is he's got an ego so big that he can't admit when he's wrong. And that's really sad. So I hope that he's out of office in November. And I hope that Joe Biden is in office. We can't take another four years of that man. And, you know, the thing is, is this virus, his economics, he fell into economical, um, a situation where Obama had had some of the worst times in history of coming from 2008 to when he left in 2016. He set ourselves up for success that Donald Trump just kind of fell in. Now, with that said, I'm going to give some credit to him because he is surrounding himself with business people. Um, but when I say that, the rich get richer and uh, middle class stays about the same. Or do we even have a middle class? You have to kind of wonder that. Um, but again, this virus is going to be something that is going to set precedent. Uh, you know, uh, people, uh, you know, young adults that are graduating this year, they're graduating with nothing, meaning no celebration. I like to do proms. Um, all my proms got canceled. And the feeling of somebody that, again, I look back when I graduated and how it's supposed to be about a celebration of accomplishment. And I think that one of the things that people will remember, or young people will remember about this, is, you know, we could have done something better if we were paying attention. And I think the younger generation is going to be one of the most outgoing, um, open-minded, um, in all states, America a lot different than it looks today. It's kind of really sad to think that, you know, we live in, a, in, in an environment that um, everybody that is kind of in charge is over the hill, is not relatively relating to the world and the U.S., um, and making some poor decisions. Now, with that said, I also think there's some brilliant people. I think Nancy Pelosi is one of them. You know, she knows what she's doing, um, and again, I don't have time to wait about, in this situation, being Democratic or Republic. It's about being one, and we're saying one together a lot, but really, do we mean that? Um, and then about these other states, I've got to talk a little bit about uh, the fact that, you know, I come from an era that, uh, you know, that basically that times were a little bit different in the sense of when I came out on day, um, it was very not an, an accepting world. And I worked for a company that I praised. I worked for Nordstrom for many years. And, you know, as I praised them, I also tell you that um, if they would have known I was gay, I probably would have been held back. But with that said, that was a while ago, and things change. And, you know, um, it, it kind of looks like culture as a whole, you know, learns, gets more accepting, and we move on. And that's a good thing. But, you know, uh, 
I kind of look at things now as these people that are running the U.S. aren't relatable to what we are today. And I think what we are is much more compassionate and less about me and we, um, meaning me being selfish and we being more than just one person. And um, I think we listen better. Sometimes I, I know that we're distant just because of our personalities and our life today. But when we get to know each other, we um, are much more caring and passionate about individuals and kind of getting to understand where they are in their lives. I also think that, um, you know, I have a, a, a life that was pretty exciting in so far as, um, you know, experimenting with different things um, at a very young time in my life. Um, and I'll share a lot of that with you, but I'm not going to spill my guts on the first episode. I just kind of want to give you a little bit of introduction about me um, and what I'm thinking right now. And it's going to be fun to bring Miss TR into the group. She's going to be my co-host. And then there's Coop. And Coop is uh, going to be helping produce this show so that we put some uh, great content um, out there with not having a feel of amateur. Anyway, um, and I hope that I engage in, with people in a sense that um, share some uh, things about uh, my perspective, um, things that I have gone through, and then having people ask me about that, because I think that it's important that there's involvement um, from listeners kind of getting involved in the show, and that's the kind of show I want. Um, but I also want to be uh, really open and have those funny moments, um, and then definitely have time to talk about other things than what I'm talking about now. So, with that said, let me change the subject a little bit and talk about pop culture. And what's going on with that? Well, just wrapped up with the Housewives of Atlanta. Love the Housewives of Atlanta. That's really new. Not so much anymore. But I love candy. Porsche's grown on me. I wish they would bring back um, a couple of them. But anyway, that season ended and it will be interesting to see how they do um, a reunion through Zoom um, and how the reaction because they're not together. And um, Andy Cohen said his uh, hands his, his uh, I don't know, he's going to have a handful. Anyway, but I'm excited to see that. I watched the Kardashians, which I want to be a neighbor of Chloe. Chloe is one of my favorites. Kim, I have a lot of respect for. You know, and Chris Jenner, I love her to death. I think she's wonderful. Um, and go, you know, it ended this um, episode I watched last Monday or Thursday, excuse me, um, was their Christmas party, and it was the first time they have it really had cameras on it, and so it, it made it more real to to what uh, 
we got a glimpse into, but I'm sure that they had a great time. And, and by not having cameras there, um, it was probably a different feel because I know that the last few years that I've watched their Christmas parties, they've always had live taping. Um, I do have to say that um, I love Kim, but I don't love the fact that, you know, she popped uh, our president. I know that she's seen some really good things about people who have um, unrightfully so been put in jail for things that, you know, either they didn't do or don't didn't deserve to be um, put in that position where they're spending half their life in. So she's, the fact that she's going um, into something that um, is, she's bringing awareness and she's doing something positive. It's just that I can't stand the fact that, you know, it's our, she's dealing with our president. And you're going to get that understanding that I pretty much hate him. And I probably can say this, but I'm going to. I would love to see somebody take the gun to his head and blow it up. Because, you know, that man. Uh, okay. Back on track. Um, reality check. <laughs> Amy Phillips cracks me up. I listen to her every day. And uh, if you haven't heard her show, she, she hit reality check is so fun. And um, they talked about uh, uh, last week the Shaws and, you know, how they ended that and uh, we're going into that. I wasn't really a fan of Summer House, uh, to be honest with you. And uh, there's certain shows I really am dedicated to, and then there's shows that I'm not so dedicated to. Um, Vanderpump Rules, let's say. Um, my husband and I got married at Sir. Um, we were kind of like obsessed with the play. And the first time we went in there was in 2013, which was a year after I think they first started Vanderpump Rules. I've always loved Lisa Vanderpump, but I did also learn something. Um, when we got married, uh, we worked with um, a wonderful person, Natalie, um, which is one of the owners, and she took very good care of us. But actually how we decided we were going to get married there is Kristen, and she's the one that gave us the idea, and we had gone in there for dinner, she had been working, and we thought we were going to be maybe pumped, but she said, why not, you know, do it here. And so we ended up uh, doing our wedding at Sir, uh, and it was beautiful. Um, and some other day I'll give more details, but anyway, this year's Vanderpump Tools, I'm thinking might be the last year, because, you know, you kind of think about their lives and how they grew up, and it's kind of like you know, back in the Melrose days, uh, 902, uh, what was it, 90201 or something, anyway, of Beverly Hills. You know what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, uh, it's kind of like you get, you grow up with the characters, but as they grow up, you grow out of being the real, um, the kind of realness that that show brought and kind of the rawness of that you knew it was there these are people that this is how they relate to each other.
other soul that wasn't a, a, a fakeness of some kind you feel from reality shows. So uh, my take on that is probably this will be the last year of that one. And let's see. Uh, I'm excited for Beverly Hills to continue to uh, air. And I'm not a big fan of the new one of the new ones. I can't remember her name. But uh, anyway, I'll give you more details on that. And let's see. What else is going on in pop culture? Everybody's kind of... Uh, doing the Zoom thing. Uh, I'm not really attached to the Zoom thing yet. Only just because, um, one, it's something that I, you know, I'm the kind of person that will walk around when I'm talking and um, focusing on a, a, a situation where I'm talking to somebody over a camera. It's probably not my big something that I'll ever really feel super comfortable with. Not that I'm um, comfortable with actually in films and stuff. Again, as a wedding DJ, um, and I do proms, I do lots of different events. But basically, um, so you're in sense, sometimes you're in front of crowds and you can't see a person that uh, is afraid of being in front of people. And so that's not my issue with it. It's that sometimes I feel that technology um, kind of uh, interferes in the um, way that it's a great way that at this time we can get a chance to talk with one another um, face to face, maybe have dinner together. But uh, like my parents, my parents are two that have no idea what technology can do and or do they buy into it. So it's to me it's kind of not as relating as sometimes probably other people feel about, you know, the connection that you get with using Zoom. But um, uh, it's funny to watch the different uh, shows where they're live, but um, they're, you know, everybody's in their own place. And I have to say, I would watch Saturday Night Live and it was hilarious the last one that they're doing a social difference or um, social separation where they're each at their own homes doing these skits. And they did it so well and I was cracking up the whole time. Um, so if you haven't seen that Saturday Night Live show, it was aired, I believe, two weeks ago. Not this last Saturday, but that the uh, Saturday before that. Um, I think it was probably around the 25th of April. So anyway, um, one thing else I'll reveal to you is, uh, again, um, some of the things that I experienced today in life. Um, I'm going to not, I, I committed to myself when I decided to do the podcast be educational, open, honest, and educational. And I hope I provide that to you. And I hope to gain lots of listeners and to have a fun show. This isn't as fun as I'd like, but I think it's something that I'm introducing myself. So, um, and I'm introducing what I feel right now. And so this is what I'm feeling right now. 
a um, little bit scared. I think that uh, when I live in Seattle, um, when Washington opens up, I do have a lot of respect for this governor because he's very thoughtful in the way that uh, we had to kind of separate and um, we're not, we're not uh, in the situation where anything's really changed because we haven't hit that point of level um, that, you know, some of these states that have opened up, uh, I'm worried about them. And I hope that they don't, you know, have uh, a humongous change in the fact that all of a sudden those numbers go up and there's more people dying. So I'm lucky I'm on, on the West Coast and I'm lucky I'm in the state I am because thoughtfulness is going to be the reason that um, people exist and we don't lose more and more lives. Now, with that said, you know, uh, we've got that president out there um, on his campaign trail um, with his core people. And um, I hope that people really look at the job he's done and yes, he's promoting how great they did, but really, how great did they do? Um, you know, 71,000, I think is the count now, projected to go to about 120, 130, based on what we know today. And I just kind of uh, feel like uh, it's important more than anything um, that whether you agree or disagree, the only way that you can make a difference is voting. So I'm, I'm really going to promote that throughout this show um, through this, up until November. Um, just because, again, if we don't get out there and speak our minds, um, honestly, we, can't, we cannot um, survive another four years, six, eight years with a reality president reality show president. Um, and as much as I love reality shows, I surely don't want like, one of them running the United States of America. Anyway, I'm going to uh, peace out. And I hope you uh, kind of got a feel for me in the first show. And I promise you, we'll get better and better. Um, but you got to start somewhere, and uh, this is our first show. So signing off, I'm David Allen. Peace out.